Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Welcome to the Manifestation Queen podcast, your filter-free and uncensored source for all things manifestation. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and I'm a manifestation expert. I'm here to raise your vibes and your cash flow. Listen, I've manifested everything from a beer, a six-figure salary, my husband, and homes, and more. And I am spilling everything I can on this podcast so you can learn how you can do the same. The more fun I have, the more manifestations appear, and the more money I make. So it's my obsession to show you how you can be, do, and have anything you want. So join the movement to raise your income and your impact on this world. Become a manifestation queen and create a life that feels like a vacation. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, my queens. Welcome back for another episode of the Manifestation Queen podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I start to sing when I'm excited and this is no exception. So um, if you've been following along, then you know that recently I had a business manifestival. This was a 13-day extravaganza on all of the business and manifestation, the woo and the do, I blended it all and brought you 13 of the biggest names in manifestation that really rocked the whole entire world. They they knocked my socks off. The vibes were through the roof. It was just like incredible to see these ladies go. So I'm bringing them to you if you missed the manifestival. And if you're not yet in my group, what are you waiting for? It's the Manifestation Queens on Facebook. But if you're not yet in the group, then you for sure missed out because that's where I had um, all the ladies come in and talk live. So the this episode from Viola Hug is her interview in the Business Manifestival. And Viola started out as an entrepreneur that, you know, wasn't very happy with the results she was getting. She was really like working really hard and, you know, not making a lot of impact or income. And she's cracked the code on how to build a business with ease and flow. Like seriously, when you say easy, like it can be easy. And in this podcast episode, we really dive deep into what that looks like and what the difference is between the Viola that worked her ass off and barely made any money and the Viola that now is able to really collapse time and make more money already in these first few months of, um, what year is it? 2020 than she did in all of like 2018, I think is what she said. So, um, and not that it's all about money, but that is, you know, an indicator of how much impact that you're having and how many clients you're helping and how much you're changing the world and that ripple effect. So, Viola is a great example of this. So she has her own podcast as well. And um, you'll find that in the show notes, find the links there. Um, but in the meantime, enjoy this episode. Also, if you're listening to this between um, up until I think April 6th, so it's March 30th right now that I'm talking and it'll be April 6th when the contest ends. So I'm doing a giveaway and a contest to celebrate the relaunch of my podcast or rebranding, I guess, as the Manifestation Queen podcast. And when you screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at XO Cassie McKenzie. You can be entered to win one of like, I think I'm giving out two, one, two, three, four, five, six or seven like amazing prizes. Also, 
If you leave me a review for the whole podcast on iTunes, just leave a quick review and screenshot it and like send me like the, like show me that you did it. Send it to me on Instagram at McKenzie. You'll get three entries into the giveaway. So some of the things I'm giving away are 90-minute coaching calls, um, Voxer access, and entries into my, or free access into my monthly membership, the Manifestation Queen Experience. Plus, there's more from that. Also, I want to let you know some good news. The Manifestation Queen Academy is now open for enrollment. We are starting on April 10th. We are changing lives starting April 10th. This was a course, actually a program that I love the most. And it it's it circles around how most of us get caught in the trap of allowing life to happen to us rather than us creating life by our own design. And so many people, and myself included, didn't even know how to do this. But that's what manifestation is all about. Like it seriously is all about controlling your mind and, um, you know, learning by the principles of the universe so that you can start thinking and making decisions based on what could go right as opposed to what could go wrong. So really learning these laws of the universe and law of attraction and manifestation changed my life. Like I went from broke and single at 36 years old to like having the time of my life in San Diego and meeting my soulmate. And this was back in 2012 or 12. Yeah. End of 2012 and beginning 2013. And most recently, like the way handling, I'm sorry if you can hear the kids screaming in the background, we are home right now because of the coronavirus. So this is what, you know, this is what happens. Welcome to the podcast. But anyway, this is all about helping you find clarity in what it is that you want and allowing that to show up and teaching you exactly the steps that I followed and all the things I've learned over the last decade that allow me to create abundance and overflow in times when people are afraid to even leave their house. And that is my mission. That is my goal to create this like new movement and this ripple effect in the whole entire world where, you know, women around the world realize how much control that we actually can have in, you know, what our reality looks like, that it's not all happening to us. It's happening for us and that we can decide what the next outcome is going to be. So um, learning how to manifest the real life magic. If you are interested in this, if your results have been more haphazard than, you know, predictable, then you might want to look into this. It's makeoveryourmindset.com slash academy. It's where you can find all the info. Message me if um, you have any questions, but we start April 10th. So get on it. Without any more to say, I am going to just go right into the podcast. So here's Viola. Enjoy, guys. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much. I love each and every one of you. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Like I said before, I love you all. We are only just getting started with what is possible for this manifestable. It's only day three. There's 11 more days to go, and I'm so pumped for it all. I am Cassie McKenzie. I'm a manifestation coach for women and I help you become a manifestation queen so you can create a life filled with more money and love and freedom and all the good things. So if you're new to this group, welcome. I'm so happy you're here and please say hello. If you've been on some of the live streams or been in the group for a while now, I love it. Say hello again because we're already friends. And then if you're watching the replay, hit hashtag manifestable. 
and then we'll know you're here. And if you have any questions along the way, this is so interactive, so please feel free to ask away. And um, I'll be coming back in, or we'll be coming back in to check, you know, to see what the questions are from Zoom into Facebook. So mm -hmm. I am so thankful you're here. So keep in mind, the replays are, are available for 72 hours. You have until tomorrow to watch um, Steph slay the topic of sales on social media. If you missed that on Monday, definitely go back and watch it. It is so amazing. And Viola, like I, I actually listened to you and Steph on your podcast yeah. and I was like blown away. I mean, I don't know. It's always, I love money mindset. I love all the things. So, mm -hmm. um, but after tomorrow, the videos are going to go into a super special spot. I'm going to tell you more about that later. Um, and then also you'll have a chance to, you know, learn more about, um, some of the other, you know, additional special things that are included in the manifestable and keep posting about it. If you want to screenshot us and put it on Instagram, tag me and make over your mindset and you'll be entered in for the draw for some special prizes that are going to be given out at the end as well. So again, that's make over your mindset and, um, but let me not take away the thunder from Viola, our guest. So Viola Hug is an intuitive coach, mentor. She's an author, y'all, a podcaster, and she's the creator of the Abundant Babes brand. She coaches women on business and wealth, spirituality and mindset. So very well aligned with our <laughs> group here too. And also how those are all utilized together to allow you to have it all in life. So. If you saw my post earlier, you know, she's built this amazing business while traveling the world and most recently has settled down. They, she and her husband were digital nomads, so they were traveling everywhere, working from anywhere. She grew a multiple six-figure business and now they're in Canada because she has another little abundant babe on the way and <laughs> she's due with her first baby in May. So it's so cute and I love it because, I mean, I'm a mom. And a lot of people, you know, like a lot of the coaches in the online space, like at least the ones that I've followed for a while, like don't have children or, you know, they're single. And it's just so cool to like be starting this journey with you because, you know, I think this will be, it'll be so interesting to see how you navigate, you know, having a baby and adding that to your business and then having that you know, it, it, take it in all new directions, you know, like I'm, mm. I'm really, really excited for you for that. So welcome to the, I almost said podcast. I'm so like Pavlov's dog when I'm, oh my God, <laughs> welcome to the Business Mana Festival. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for that introduction and hello to everyone um, who's watching the live stream or the replay. It's awesome to be connected with you and um, some of you may already know me and some of you may not, but nice to meet you. Yay. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of people probably know you, you know, if they follow, uh, you know, Melanie Ann Lair or, um, you know, like Steph and then we had Victoria yesterday. So it's just, it's really great to build this community and be, you know, like yesterday, Victoria talked all about collaboration and community and like how important, how important it is to have a supportive <laughs> group behind you. And I can definitely speak to that because since joining the Alpha Femme experience, it's been just such a great group and I have like definitely enjoyed calibrating up to you guys. So thank you for that. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> 
Because I mean, so often I feel like we feel like we can do it all alone. You know, like we can do it on our own. We're like go-getters. We can figure it all out. But really, it's helpful to have a, a good network around you. So. Mm. I think so as well. Like I, I feel like that was one of the first things that I decided when I started my coaching business is that like, I really wanted it that like the communication and the connection to be a really important, like a pillar really for one of my values, because, um, in like, I really value connection. It's not just like people online to me aren't just people online to me. They're like the people that I'm connected with and I love building those relationships. So that was also like when I first created my abundant babes brand, that was kind of like, that was all it was at the beginning was a Facebook group. I'm like, let's hang out. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, that's so similar to what Victoria was saying yesterday, you know, like she just <laughs> craved community and craved like getting around other women that were thinking in a like-minded way. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of times we might do it backwards where we think I need to create a Facebook group because I need to have somewhat where, you know, where sales will come from or this will come from, but it's like, it's a total backwards way, you know? And I think starting out, you get told come from service, but you don't really know what that means. It's just like a phrase. It's kind of mm -hmm. like, it gets to be easy, you know, like yeah. it's a phrase if you don't really have mm -hmm. a, yeah. And I think like what's cool is like um, that I don't necessarily think that like thinking, oh, like I can get sales in my Facebook group, like isn't necessarily a bad thing if it's like just um, if it's coming from the right energy. Like obviously if someone's just like, oh, I just want to do things just to monetize just to this. Yeah. It's like not as the connection isn't really there. But I think like I for me, sales has really transformed in my in my thought process. And I'm like, if like I see that probably the people in my community are the most likely to buy because they're the ones that get it the most and already get the most value. And also they're my people. Like, of course they're going to want to buy off me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you really like create the raving fans when you like step. It's so fun. Like I love this manifestable already. I can't even tell you because Steph started off talking, made, her whole theme ended up being about authenticity. Mm. And then Victoria's is all, was all about like collaboration and having the mm. right people around you. And then now you're blending the both of them. And it's like, this is how it works. This is how it gets to be easy, guys. And it feels like fun. It feels like just natural, like what you would normally want to do with your girlfriends, right? Mm, definitely. So, you know, and on that topic though, I do remember, back in November. So you put a post up in November. And at the time, like I was like, kind of still trying to figure out what the hell I was doing. And like, I knew sort of what I wanted to, but I wasn't listening to my intuition. I was like going more with my head. And so I don't want to say it was triggering. It was just kind of like, oh my God. Oh, but it was, um, but you said something like, um, when I, when I think of how I used to build my business, I want to like go was it like take a bath and hug myself or something like that? Yeah, was, hug myself and tell, tell her to take a bath. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh my God, yes, like, what does she mean though? <laughs> so can you, I think that would be a really great place to start because especially people, if you've been out for a while and you're still like, holy shit, like what in the world do I even go now? Or, you know, not even started yet because you're like paralyzed about what's to do next. So how, tell everybody what you meant and what was the mm -hmm. inspiration behind that? 
I laugh um, when you say that was like slightly triggering because I feel like that's that's my energy a lot of the time. You know, I'm just like the I'm I'm a little bit of someone who who does loving truth bombs, and I don't even mean to do it intentionally, but. <laughs> And, you know, for those of you who know human design and that kind of thing, like I just naturally have that effect on people, <laughs> but it's a, it's an amazing thing as well. You know, I used to really resent that about myself because I felt like, why can't I just be like liked and blend into the crowd? And, and now it's just like, I really see the power in that. It's like, I am very activating for people, you know, and the right people when they're ready, it's, I can really transform people with my message, which I'm really grateful for. And I, I mean, we all can do that in our own way, but I just laugh because I, I do tend to trigger people. <laughs> um, and this, that was, that post is so funny because it actually came up in a call with my one-on-one coach and she's like, that's a funny post, post it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I didn't really think a lot of it, but then um, it actually started quite a lot of conversation because um, when I think back to how I used to build business and just to give like those of you who don't know me, like a, a micro view into what that looks like it's like I'm in my um second year now or wait I've built like two months and uh, two years and like maybe two three months I've been building my current coaching business but before that I was like also an entrepreneur I was like dabbling in a lot of different things um and I was really trying to make it as an entrepreneur but I was very much struggling and my kind of like viewpoint was like, learn as much as you can, work super, super hard. And if you work hard enough, then one day it will be easier. You know, like it was kind of like, that's the mindset that I was really fed. And I was very conditioned to believe that you had to like really push and create. And if you weren't getting the results, get up at 5 a.m. and work harder and, and <laughs> never sleep. And like, you know, like that whole kind of like very, very like forward pushing energy. And I never even considered that there was possibly a way to do it where you actually just get to be yourself, get to do what feels good, and that will naturally magnetize success, right? Which is kind of now what I experience in my current phase of business. And um, yeah, and so obviously it wasn't working for me for a very long time in entrepreneurship. And then I had this kind of like, I don't know, it was my Saturn return. And it was like all of these things. I, I don't want to like put it down to like a specific thing, but I essentially had this moment where I was like, that's it. I'm going to start a coaching business. And I, this time I'm going to do it exactly how I want to do it. You know, I'm not going to do it how I think I should. And it took a little bit of like reconditioning, obviously, but I think I did a very good job at the start and then starting to work with a good coach and all of those things made a huge difference for me um, with reconditioning a lot of the beliefs that I had, but it was like, when I think about how I used to build business, it was always like, I never felt good enough. I always felt like I was doing something wrong. Oh, I'm not getting the results. I need to do the 5am club, you know, like that whole thing. And I'm, I'm not doing enough. Like I need to be hustling. I need to be flipping things on eBay. Like I need to be doing extra stuff. Like it was always about what else I needed to do and how I wasn't quite there and how I wasn't quite good enough versus when I leaned into um, following my intuition a little bit more, I leaned into what actually felt good for me when I leaned into just really showing up as myself. And I mean, that was a whole separate journey is really figuring out who the F I am. Um, I, I actually started to realize that success, like success isn't even a thing that you achieve. Do you know what I mean? Like it's something that you reflect on. And you can say, yes, this felt successful or it's like a masterpiece to look back on versus like something that you reach eventually. Um, but 
it's like that feeling of fulfillment and that feeling that I was really seeking of feeling abundant and happy and really like, like I didn't have to arrive anywhere. Like I was already on my way, you know, like that kind of feeling, it's hard to explain, but that feeling that I was really searching for was just like, once I released all the pressure, it was there. And I was like, oh shit, this is a lot easier than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, easier in terms of like the pressure, but it, I, I do think it takes a lot of inner strength to get there because it's almost scary, you know, letting go of what we think and are conditioned to believe. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I can definitely relate to that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I, and I think especially like if you're juggling, like I had to wake up or stay up late because of the kids and stuff like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. I had a full-time job and, and all, but it was also a lot of like what you said, you know, like, mm-hmm. am I doing enough? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get into human design. And I think that does seem to have like a lot to do with it too, you know? Oh yeah. Like feeling that pressure or feeling like there's a hurry, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you hold on to the stress if you're not quite arrived yet, you know? And so, yeah. And yeah, and I I think that's what's so beautiful is like, um, the more you, because like how I see it, like I, I tend to work, you know, like with spiritual entrepreneurs, like I'm very much in this like kind of woo woo spiritual, whatever world. And so a lot of the things that I I see, like, and, but I also love making sense of them logically. Like I really love blending the two. And I think that's part of like my strength a little bit, but, um, how I really see it is like our soul like has a purpose so to speak right like our soul has purpose that it feels and it doesn't mean that that's one thing it it has a purpose for it's like oh your purpose is to be a coach that's Mm -hmm. not it but it's like the purpose is an energy that you channel when you're doing particular things you know and that could come through in many different forms and that can also evolve into many different things over our lifetime it doesn't just need to be that one thing you know so it's like this feeling that we have and the desires that we have are handed to us straight from our soul, literally whispering in our ear, like, by the way, did you know that you were designed to also be able to do this? And then you're like, I just had this idea. Wouldn't it be cool? If, <laughs> and then, you know, and then the logical mind sometimes is like, you could never do that. And society's like, that's crazy. You know, but, but our, I believe our desires come from our soul. And I believe that the people that we're meant to impact, like whether we have soul contracts with them before we've come to earth or whether there's just like a frequency that we operate in where we recognize each other on, um, on a level that isn't through even com- communication verbally or through recognition of like the person, but it's a feeling that we get when we're in the energy of those people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so our soul has this capacity to connect with those soul clients. The problem is, is that so many people are trying to be who they're not or they're who they think they should be. So it's almost like they're dampening that vibration, that frequency, right? That ability to connect with the people that are really meant to hear their message. So it's like everything that they're doing is filtered. So people might find them or people might think that they're the one or people might get this energy. And then that's when people are having experiences where they're not really having that like powerful connection with their clients or their not really feeling it and they're not figuring out or they're not getting the traction or the the results that they desire Mm -hmm. um a big part of that i think a lot of the time is because rather than like going all in on who you are and owning that it's like believing that there's something that you need to shift or change about yourself you know and i'm not talking about growth and evolution like that's for sure part of it but i'm talking about like the the expectation or pressures that we might feel 
Yeah, like um, toning yourself down because mm-hmm. you are afraid you might be too much for people, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be another example from, because you've worked with a lot of clients with this being an intuitive coach and, you know, at the last couple of years. So what, can you give another example of what that might look like? And like, maybe somebody, I mean, obviously don't name names, but like, <laughs> no. you know, yeah. like things that you've seen just so people might know. Cause like for me, mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that I can understand a concept, but like applying it, you know, if I'm giving an, given an example, then I'm like, oh yeah, like I get that. And I know like why I attract tend to be like that too, you know, or you yeah. give them an example, then they're like, oh, right. Yes. I mm-hmm. do see myself in that. Yeah. I mean, there's so many examples I can think of because I think like a lot of the clients that I work with, they, they are not just desiring success in their bank account. You know, they're desiring the fulfillment and the lifestyle as well. Yeah. And, um, and so it's like, when I think of, um, one of, one of my very, very first clients is coming to mind and she was kind of just like, I feel like I want to start a blog. And I was just like, okay. She's like, do you think I could? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like in my head, I'm like thinking, of course, just like start a blog. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh. And she's like, you're the first person who's ever said that I could start a blog. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Right. Anyway, so then we we start working together and um, she she's this like vibrant, amazing woman and she's working in corporate. She's working like tons of hours. And um, she suddenly starts to realize that her passion is kind of like bigger than what she was doing. And there was more parts of herself that she was discovering, like she was discovering like spirituality and she was discovering like this whole world of self-development. And um, she starts getting this like pull to talk about this more, but she's terrified because she's never really done anything online. She's never done live videos. And then she also gets this feeling like, what if I just moved to Bali and, and, like went full time in my business and she had this like intuitive message come through and she had no evidence that it would ever work for her right like nothing and then um you know I I didn't tell her what to do I just guided her to really like um trust what what felt like the the right thought in terms of you know navigating through the fear um because of course that's going to be scary if you make a decision like that but like navigating what was um fear because of the potential of what could happen versus like, you know, no, this isn't right. This isn't, this is the wrong decision kind of fear. And so then she decided, oh my God, yes. She literally went and talked to her boss that day. And like after a series and then like, and the universe kept testing her. It's like, are you sure you're ready? And her CEO called her, asked her to stay. They offered her paid leave. They like offered her for all these things. And she's like, no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And then, next thing you know like they are basically like okay and you don't even need to like wait your four weeks you can finish right now and she's like okay and so she like called me she's like so i don't have a job anymore (laughs) i'm like what and then her um husband within like a few weeks also ended up like through a series of events getting um like five months off work for he ended up getting a concussion and like a sports thing and ended up needing time off work within two weeks they're both like jobless and she's just like going all in on um, this business and really just being seen and so many people had like such an adverse reaction to that because it was so transformational like so fast but literally this was in like march by the end of the year she's living in bali 
building her business full time. And now she's like absolutely killing it, like has a multiple six figure business. And it's just like, you know, and it's, I mean, that's just one example, but it's like using, utilizing your intuition, just allowing yourself to do what really, really feels good for you and, and tapping into that magic. And then, you know, there's examples of clients that I've had that have, you know, been making 10K months, cool, but every time it's a push and then suddenly we're like, okay, well, how can we like, you know, tune into what feels more like feels better in terms of your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and how can we like utilize your human design and how can we see like what's really like the right energy that you want to be in all the time if you don't want to be in this push hustle mode and then next thing you know she's hitting 16k months just easy breezy and it's like that's the vibe you know that's what we want (laughs) yeah and how do you know that there's how do you know the difference between like she started hitting sixteen thousand dollar months easily because she was in alignment versus because, you know, her business had been there for a while, right? Like yeah. some people might say, oh, well, yeah, like once you have it established, then for sure it's going to grow, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like, uh, th- that's a fair enough thing to say. <laughs> and I mean, believe whatever you want, <laughs> but it's like, you know, sometimes I feel like um, clients come and they're like, not, this is not the only reason why clients would obviously want to work together, but it's like, sometimes it's like they're in a plateau and it's like, they're, they're doing everything they, they can. They're doing everything they know how to do. And that was like this particular client. Like she was saying to me, like, if I just like push a little bit harder, should I do two launches at a time? Should I do <laughs> like, you know, it was just like, what else can I do? Yeah. And it was very much of like, oh, I, yeah. I've made this money, but every time I've made this money, it's because I've pushed so hard to make the money. Yeah. So it's like, okay. And then if she didn't push to make the money, then her income would go down. Right. It would not be as much. So then, then when you start applying this other more energy work and it's like, it's so simple and it sounds like so bizarre, but I think it's like one of those things you really have to trust. And it's like, okay. And we, because I do work with human design, we looked at that and it was like her best design was to only work on things when she was excited about them and, you know, on a very simplistic level and, and also, um, create, she wanted to create more of a lifestyle for things. So, you know, she started working on that energy and then like in February, for example, she was like, okay, it's been a slower month because she had so much stuff happen at the start of February and whatever. And, but she made a couple of really big decisions. She said, there's three days left of the month. It's my birthday. I'm just going to like, whatever, trust and surrender for the rest of the month. And she just really started applying these like, uh, practices of just like doing what she enjoys being in the energy, like soaking in it. And then she like over doubled her income for the month in the last three days. <laughs> wow. That's I know. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's hard to understand conceptually. I think sometimes, because for me, for sure, like I always joke when, if I, if I would have been getting advice for myself, like all those years ago, <laughs> I would have been like, you are so full of it. Just tell me like three steps to make 10 k <laughs> Like, <laughs> but, but like I, I say this a lot. And I, she was taking a bath. The new you was like, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, I think the, what it comes down to when it, when we do desire more fulfillment, like it's one, it's like, what does that even mean to you? You know, like, can you tap into a space in your imagination where, what would life look like? You know, because I, I'm not really about those, like when you hear like work hard for five to 10 years and then you can retire. And it's like, mm-hmm. cool, like if that's what you want to do, sure. But that probably means you're not doing something that really lights you up. Yeah. You know, you're not doing something that's really 
excites you or the way that you're doing it is just super freaking exhausting you know you like the work but it's just like you're going to need a break after five to ten years type of vibe and so if you were to tap into well what does that lifestyle look like like what are your values like do you want to spend more time with your partner do you want to be able to like build like still build incredible business and income around having a child like do you desire to um feel like taken care of and um like go to spas and travel or like what is it that like really would be a lifestyle that would excite you and feel like yes and you know for me it's like I really like and I know it's going to change when I have a baby but up to this point and this is what I've been totally reveling in is like I like not having to um set an alarm in the morning and just wake up when I feel like it you know Mm -hmm. I like um I like being able to stay up till 2 a.m watching Netflix with my husband if I feel like it you know I like um just going for spontaneous cafe trips and I I just those are things I just like doing (laughs) you know there's no no other thing so it's like if you were to really think about that kind of energy and what really like you feel would give you more of that like overall fulfilling energy then it's like okay now you have that how can you channel that more into your life because the truth is is that when you're really feeling good in your life like your energy is so much more magnetizing as well and um often to align ourselves with those desires and to align ourselves with that lifestyle it's it is really small things applied consistently mm. right and don't underestimate the power of those things like when i talk about and i know we might be getting into this but when i think about like my financial transition and, and journey that i've had when i think about my even my mental health like i've had a crazy story really up till this point like it was always the smallest thing you know it was like that i really just got it allowed myself to get excited and grateful about the smallest thing and i didn't just take it off my to-do list but i really went all in and i was like okay what if i just really really felt gratitude in this moment for this tiniest little thing in the world mm-hmm. and it was those things applied consistently that shifted everything in my real life you know it wasn't that i was pushing and doing another launch and doing this and creating another offer it was the small things it was yeah. the small things yeah and like that that'll continue when you have a baby too like there'll be even more of the things you know like because i i can relate to the things that you mentioned and also but now it's reminding myself i i always wanted to be able to take the kids on a walk down to the beach and now like being able to do that and you know like be in the fresh air during the day and not be on a conference call or whatever like i was in corporate america for 20 years and yeah i made like when my job ended last year, I was making like over six figures, but there was always this like pressure, you know, from above, there was like pressure from other people where it never felt like, it never felt secure, you know, it never felt totally secure. And then in, in terms of like, um, this, you know, being an entrepreneur, like there's no real security there either, but you know what I mean? Like, at least you're happy, at least you're fulfilled, at least you're doing something that, you know, is for the greater good of, mm-hmm. you know, the world, as opposed to like sitting in my company car, like afraid yeah. that the conference call is gonna come or that they let us go. <laughs> Instead, I started doing all the work and I'm like, I hope they let us go and I hope they pay us for months and they ended up doing that. Like I was one of those people, I got paid for like five months to do nothing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I was very well aligned with that. 
totally I and I think this is like one of the things as well as like I and sometimes there's like fear associated with um entrepreneurship like like you just said it's like well is it really secure or not but I think a big difference is and this is also why I'm such a big um teacher of like embodiment and integration of everything you know like really allowing yourself to um, when you have successes, don't just be like, oh yeah, cool. Like what's next? Like really allow yourself to be like, like, oh my gosh, I did this, you know, like, and like, it's almost like channeling a little bit of childlike enthusiasm into your life. Like, I feel like that's the best way I can describe it. Like, but I am a bit of a child with that kind of thing. Like I, I allow myself to get so excited about the smallest things. Yeah. And I believe that it like, it really, really helps me recognize because like, for example, just the other day, um, I, uh, officially like incorporated my, my business in Canada, right? We just relocated here. So obviously we need to establish something here and we decided to go through the corporation, like establishing it as a corporation. And um, a part of me is just like, oh yeah, like didn't take that long. We just like filled out some papers and whatever, you know? But then a part of me is just like, holy F balls. Like I now am the director of a corporation and I was like Googling like other corporations. I was like Googling like Richard Branson's corporation and like, you know, imagining what that could turn into. And, And then I was also thinking back to like the younger version of me that was like, that felt like the biggest step ever in business. I'm just like, oh, scary. You know what I mean? Like responsibility, I can't handle it. And, um, then also the parts of me that always envisioned like million billion dollar companies and like making an impact globally and like all these things. And I'm like, this is like literally a milestone for that. So rather than just being like, Oh, tick that off the sheet of paper, like whatever I was like, yeah, I was like, no, this is it. This is real. And, and when we really like allow ourselves to give ourselves that recognition rather than waiting for our boss or waiting for our parents or waiting for someone else to recognize us or tell us when we've done a good enough job or tell us when we deserve a pay rise. Yeah. Um, and we can find that kind of like space where we can really create that recognition for ourselves and obviously having a community celebrate with is amazing as well. But first and foremost for ourselves, then we're truly shifting or truly changing. Right. So that means that even if it all fell apart, you know, worst case scenario, you would be so different. You would never experience money the same way. You would never experience life the same way. Like you're shifting who you are, which means that who you are, like you're becoming someone who -hmm. can handle more wealth. You're becoming someone who can create things out of nothing. Like that's what I think is the coolest thing about entrepreneurship is you're literally like creating magic out of thin air. (laughs) You know, when you get paid, it's not just like, Oh, your boss is like, good job. It's like you created that out of freaking thin air. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you start to see possibilities where, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and notice like, ways of thinking that people you used to know are still thinking and meanwhile you're like oh my god that's exactly why i was stuck in that issue because i was mm-hmm. framing it in that exact way so yeah there's so much like yeah if it does at least i'll know if i ever have to go back to corporate america i will go get a human design reading on how to succeed better at corporate america and then maybe you know <laughs> oh my gosh do you know what human design type you are yeah, I'm a Manny Jen. And yeah. so um with open head center and Anja center. I'm like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and root. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um yeah. 
Awesome. And uh, my husband's a generator, but he's not like, he's not bought into the human design stuff yet. Whereas I'm like getting more and more into like the rabbit hole about it, <laughs> you know? Honestly, it's like a rabbit hole I never thought I'd find myself in because yeah. um, for me, it was like for sure a divine intervention thing that I found it because it shifted a lot for me. Like it shifted a lot because I was super conditioned to work like a hundred percent opposite to how I'm designed to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I'm like, you know, shifting the way I work and I'm getting better results and it's easier and it's more fun. And I'm like, huh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, totally. But um, like, cause I don't know, my husband and I, we've always kind of like been curious and interested in looking at things like, um, I don't know, like Meyer Briggs and Enneagram and like all these different yeah. things. But, they're like modalities and I think I've realized why I resonate more with human design is because human design's based on your birth chart. Mm -hmm. And when someone truly understands it, like there's parts of it that I resisted at the beginning because I was so conditioned against my design that I was like, I don't resonate with that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then when I actually start to lean into it, I'm like, okay, fine, I do. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, but with a lot of the other ones, they're like, they're like self-diagnosis, you know what I mean? It's like you are you more like this or like this? And then you're like, I'm like this, but yeah. When we're conditioned, like the we're the day. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I did. I think it was Myers Briggs and I looked at the answers and I was like, that doesn't look right. So I took it again and I was like, Oh yeah, no, yeah, that okay. looks right. You know what I'm like? Wait, what do you mean? Like which one? Yeah. Okay. No, but yeah, I'm with you on that one. And then like, I've made little changes too. And it's been like, so different like in mm -hmm. so much more it just feels yeah. better too and know? that's like my husband who he's usually like way more skeptical about like i'm usually like i'll give it a go and i'll play with it but um, he's usually more skeptical and human design is the only thing he's ever bought into so i'm like yeah. people <laughs> must be real <laughs> yeah oh my god i love it so um you know speaking of that so here's a good question I'm going to pat myself on the back for this one um, <laughs> for like us married folks out here. Right. So um, sometimes it comes up where, you know, you have clients that are married and, you know, they want to invest in a program or they want to invest in you. Like, I guess we're going into my money mindset a little bit here too. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, do you ever, what, what, what do you have to say to the people who, you know, have, they want to really improve themselves and they want to go after like their dreams, but maybe the husband is not supportive or the partner is not supportive and might like get mad, you know, like what gives, <laughs> what do you have to say to that? <laughs> I mean, you know, like I really, really truly believe in, um, the potential each person holds and, and this is like, it took me a little minute to get here, but it's like, and I, I'll, I'll have, I have more to say on this because I also have some funny stories, but um, I really believe that when someone is really, really ready, they will navigate whatever obstacles are in their life. You know, whether that's um, not having the money, whether that's a partner who's not supportive, like if someone's really ready, they will navigate that. And so it's like, if I get a client that says to me, I need to speak to my husband first. I'm like, of course, yeah. go speak to your husband. And if they're not in a place where they feel they're ready to make a decision unless their partner is on board, then I totally respect that. Like, I feel like if someone said to me, oh, you shouldn't make that decision. If I, you know, if my husband was not okay with something. So I said, I'm not okay with it. Yeah. And then someone shamed me for that. I'd be like, mm, screw you. Yeah. Like the most <laughs> right. important person in my life. So yeah. <laughs> whatever. Right. But so, you know, like, I feel like 
but when if they would be so ready they probably would be able to navigate that conversation themselves as well right they would be able to say you know like i i love you and i respect you but i have to do this for me right and that and then if they were ready to make that decision then that would be so amazing and so empowering and such a big move for them yeah and i love that um but i think as well like sometimes we can't expect our partners necessarily to understand because for anyone who's ever invested or like done anything, you, you probably know that it's like a feeling you get inside, you know, like when it's really the right decision, it's suddenly like this, Oh my gosh, I have to do this. And it's just like, you're almost like you're being pulled by your heartstrings. Right. Yeah. And it, you can't often describe that feeling and you definitely can't um, like give that feeling to someone else. Like if I feel that feeling, I can't expect my husband to feel the same way and be like, Oh my God, yes, you got to do it. Because yeah. he only knows me for me, you know, like he's seen what I've done up till that point and that's it. And I remember the first and like only real big fight my husband and I ever had was about a year and a half into our relationship. When I first decided that I was going to quit my job to just do entrepreneurship full time and try and figure it out. And at this point, my perspective is I'm so driven. I know my, the fire I have in my soul. Like at that point, I was like, I'm going to make this work. This is it. Like, I'm going to like create something that's going to be a legacy. Like it was just this full fire inside of my soul. Right. Yeah. My husband at this point, he hasn't had any real entrepreneurial like examples in his life. He didn't really get why I just wanted to quit my job when I hadn't even made any money yet. Like he was <laughs> yeah. just kind of like, mm. And he said to me, like, are you sure? Like, why don't you just try to like make some money first and then, you know, quit your job when, when you replace your income, smart decision, you know, smart logic. <laughs> but I was so pissed. I was like, how dare you like not believe in me? Like, do you even know me? And I was so mad about it. Obviously not very emotionally intelligent back then. That's okay. Um, <laughs> but I was so annoyed that he didn't get it. But then when I look back in hindsight, it's like, how was he supposed to know? He'd never, like, he'd only seen me dabble in entrepreneurship up till that point, never really make money or do anything. <laughs> you know, like he didn't feel the fire I felt in my soul. So for him, it was just like, he felt the, he wanted to feel safe in the decision. Mm -hmm. And he also was doing what he thought was like a smart, nice thing to say, yeah. you know? And, yeah, it was so funny because then by the end of the night, like I was like so mad and I was not talking to him. And then he just like rolled over in bed. He's like, okay, I think you should quit your job. And I was like, yay. And the fight was over. <laughs> but then like fast forward, 2018, we decided to sell our little things and travel the world when I just started my business coaching, right? This is after five years of struggling, quote unquote, trying to figure it out as an entrepreneur. Yeah. just started my coaching business. I had started making some money. I made enough that we booked our flights. Woohoo. The first flights we'd like booked on our own, not on a credit card or not boring money. Um, since like my financial downfall. And so that was like really exciting, but we had no guarantee of future income and we had no guarantee that my income would go up. Mm -hmm. And we were, we were just like very, very brave to even decide to go travel the world. And the first month that we traveled, I was like, I think I want to hire a coach. And he's like, okay. I'm like, she costs X amount, which was more than I'd ever made in a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, <laughs> okay. So and you know, and then that was another conversation. <laughs> that was another conversation that we had to navigate. But the difference was, is like, I, I understood that a little bit better. And that my 
my passion and fire for it was so strong that I was like, look, I, I just have to do this. And I, and he's like, oh, but it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, it makes me feel uncomfortable too, but I just can't explain it other than I have to do it. And he's like, okay, then do it. You know, and even though he still didn't get it at the time, he, he trusted me because it was just like, I don't know, not that there was proof that it would work out, but then I made the money that month to pay my first month and I continued to pay her since. So yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's a, I think it's, it all goes back to energy. It all goes back to the vibe that you have, you know, when you're, it's a, it's that decision. It's the decision yeah. and the certainty of this is so aligned to me. Like I, it's, it's, you know, like it's indescribable and I don't know how to explain it, but you know, I just have to do it, you know, yeah. as opposed to like, well, do you think well, I should like, maybe I'll finish it. <laughs> I don't really know. You know, like it's, it looks like it'd be a good idea. Yeah, sometimes we look to our partner to say no so we don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So it's like, it is really about like, I think that's why I say like, I really believe that when someone wants it enough, they'll, they'll overcome whatever obstacles they need to overcome to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened when I invested in the AFE because like, mm -hmm. I, my job in um, pharmaceuticals ended in October. And so... It, like it was definitely like, you know, stop getting paid. And then there was like one more bonus check that came in and I was just kind of like, oh, well, we'll just see how it works out. And then I'm like, yes, I have to, I have to do this. And it was such a good decision, you know, like mm -hmm. that leap of faith. Not to say that like every single time you go and you spend money on a coach, it's always going to be like the best investment, mm -hmm. right? Because you might, if you're doing it from, like that pressure or you know like a need to do or i have to or like you know mm -hmm. this is this seems like it should be what i do next kind of thing like that's how i got into my first marriage and that did not work out that great. <laughs> so. but that is a perfect analogy you know what i mean like yeah. i really think it is um because yeah sometimes we just think we have to do things and that's what i that's why i say to a lot of people is like you'll like you'll know if you're really being called to it and that's why i kind of describe that feeling that, like pull from the heart feeling because when our intuition speaks and and this is another cool thing in human design is you can kind of like understand how it speaks through you a little bit more but like when your intuition speaks it usually speaks really clearly and there's generally always fear attached with it because it's going to require you to grow right, right? so there's always going to be some level of fear but it's like this indescribable, like you probably don't even have words for it. It's just like, I have to do this kind of feeling versus like, oh, I really have to get a coach because everyone's saying you need a coach in order to be successful. Yeah. That's not the vibe. Like that's also how I entered a lot of my business decisions yeah. prior, you know, and that's, and I would always be frustrated. Well, it kind of reminds me of dating, like back when you know, like, you know, when you're forcing it, you know, like when you're forcing like, ah, uh, well, I probably like, I should go out with that guy or like, I should be on this like, okay, Cupid app, you know, mm -hmm. like that's what people say. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, or you meet a guy and go out with him, and you, you could go out on another date. You could go on 10,000 more dates and have him marry you, but you might not be that, like, you're not thinking about him at the end of the night as like, oh my god I can't wait to see him next it's just kind of like well yeah if he texts me that's great I'll go out with him again sure mm -hmm. you know but as yeah. opposed to 
oh my God, I will date this guy long distance for like 10 years if I have to, you know what I mean? Like that's how it was when I met my husband, you know? Like it was definitely one of those like, that one is special. Like my intuition says, just trust it and go with it. And like yeah. nothing made sense about it. Absolutely yeah. nothing made sense about it. That, that was exactly what it was like with my husband and I. Like up till that point, I thought that there was always, there always had to be like some level of sacrifice in a relationship, you know, like I just didn't know any different and I didn't have never experienced love in a different way. So um, even in my past relationships, I'd be like so clingy and I'd be so like, I need this. And I'd like, you know, I'm, I'd be like desperate energy and I would be like, I'll, I'm, I'll die if you leave me like kind of vibe. Like, you know, it was just like, so intense yeah and I was like always hurting about something you know like either I was jealous or I was needy or I was this or I was that and then um and it was always like this is as good as it gets right like what if I don't meet anyone better like it was kind of like I was like questioning if it was yeah. the right thing yeah. but then but I was like it must be it must be you know this is like whatever and then when I met my husband it was just like an instant knowing like we met um and he like text me the next day and it was just like we just text non-stop for a week stop for a week and we were living in different cities but I went back to see him the next week went to the beach we just like laughed and hung out all weekend and literally the next weekend after that he told me he loved me and was like will you be with me forever and I'm like a hundred percent yes you know it was like such a cute love story but it was like and people were just like, oh my God, you guys just got together. And this is like so fast to say, I love you. And I'm like, no, it's not because you just know it's the right thing. Like, you know, it's like, it's the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar, my husband, he was working on a super yacht that just happened. Like there's, it's, there's so many like weird synchronicities that brought us together and, mm. and like they were supposed to leave to go to Russia. That's what they were telling them, even though like they didn't, yeah. they just went up the coast of California and then down to Puerto Rico and off. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing, I, a lot of my friends at the time were like, you never see the guy he works on a boat. Have you ever seen below deck? Like they're crazy, you know, and like, <laughs> Like we would have talked to each other. We'd be like WhatsApping each other. And like, I'd have to tell him, can we speak on the phone? You know, I'd talk to him like once a month, like talk to him, you know, and he's, you know, men, they're not the best communicators on text message either, you know, and like, and he'd be in, you know, eight time zones ahead from California, you know, I'm just like, oh my God, it was just such a total mind fuck half the time, but it worked out well, like, Yep. nothing made sense about it though like there were certain times where like you know like you let the fear get into and it's such a good analogy for business too like you can let the fear consume you and make up all these stories about why it won't work mm-hmm. or you can catch yourself in that moment like I would catch literally catch myself being like well I guess like yeah he could have like another girlfriend like I don't know like I don't know this guy I've only I only I saw him like five times and like mm-hmm. since we left you know <laughs> You didn't then start to think those things, but then I'd be like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let me just, let me just, first of all, look back at the vision board of my future wedding to him. (laughs) 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 And then like, come back into, has he, is this a truth or is this a lie? Little did I know I was doing all the manifestation process, like talking myself through the limiting beliefs back then. Yeah, Yeah. that's actually, it's so funny as well, because I manifested my husband as well before I really knew what manifestation was as well. Yeah. Because I, I like, it was actually just because I was so sick of dating at this point that I was just like, 
and and I like you know it was it's kind of like a classic story but it's just like hilarious that it worked out this way and I was just like that's it I'm gonna just be myself and I'm gonna be me and I'm not gonna care about relationships and then I was like and I'm gonna write down exactly what I want in a man because up till that point it was like if I was like I want a guy who like it's like really cool and then you know and then I'd get like a cool boyfriend but he would be like a dick to me yeah. <laughs> and then I would get like I'm like I want a boyfriend who's obsessed with me and then I got a boyfriend who was obsessed with me oh, and that was not cool either yeah and then you know it was just like that kind of story so I was like I'm gonna get down so specific and I like had this like so intense list um and I mean, not that list writing is necessarily the best thing, but it's funny because years later when I learned about human design, it is yeah. best for me to manifest specifically. So when I um, mm -hmm. manifest something, it's best for me to have details. And yeah, and then I met him and I was just like low key, like asking questions. I'm like, oh, so do you play an instrument? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, piano, drums, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> although to be fair, I didn't even need the list at that point. Like my, I already knew in my heart, but it was just like, it was really fun, like playing around with, with, um, with that. And then it was also interesting because as you were just sharing those like insecurities, I remember at the very start of the relationship as well, because we were also long distance for the first year closer, like we could see each other more often because he could come see me and, you know, drive to see me every few weeks or whatever. But um, I like I did have a, like a lot of those insecurities from past relationships, but it was like I also needed like having him there also allowed me to move through them, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Yeah, so important. But yeah, everything gets to be easy, right? <laughs> it really does. And and again, like I I really want to rephrase or like or kind of reiterate that this point of like it really gets to be easy because I do believe it does get to be easy. It gets to be such a beautiful process. And I, I feel like it's sometimes happening with ease is almost a nicer way to say it. Mm -hmm. But we have to be brave. Like we really do have to be brave. And in order to tap into that effortlessness, we have to be so honest with ourselves and mm -hmm. have that full responsibility. Like when I think back to the big things that I think made a huge difference for me, it's that I really, really took ownership of my situation. And I chose, I had to make the conscious choice no longer to be a victim to my circumstance, mm -hmm. right? Like it was not the the bank's fault that they were calling me for payments yeah. right it was not um anybody else's fault that i hadn't had success it wasn't even really in some ways my fault because i didn't know right yeah. like i didn't know what i didn't know and but it was but what it was is I, I had the responsibility in that moment to choose to either put the power outside of myself and like blame it or find a reason why it's harder for me or i could just decide that i was like fully taking ownership right and I was fully just gonna be like from here on out it's like yeah. it's me it's figuring it out and from a loving compassionate like way you know like I love the analogy of thinking ourselves as children sometimes like one when we're getting excited and celebrating it's like allow that childlike enthusiasm to come through yeah. but then also when we're dealing with like the harder aspects also seeing ourselves as if we would see a child as well like having that compassion for ourselves because yeah. we can be so hard on ourselves you know and yeah. so it's like yeah that and then being so freaking honest with ourselves that it's almost scary like it's like oh my god I would never want to admit this like okay maybe I haven't really been showing up or maybe I have been making these excuses or maybe I have been waiting for somebody to fix things for me like whatever it is it's like kind of like really just being so honest so that we can 
liberate ourselves essentially from whatever has been holding us back and then and that's what takes bravery you know it really does take bravery to to I don't know step into that yeah and then though is that's when the ease comes in you know it's like it's scary and it's might you might cry and you might go through shadow and all the things but you come out the other side and it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders and suddenly you can see clearly and it's like you're at the top of a mountain with a view and you get it now you know you get it and I think that's what's so beautiful about it so it's not that there's no challenge it's not that it's not hard in some ways but it's that ultimately it it becomes it flows you know like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, it's about becoming that version of you right Mm -hmm. like we start off thinking we need to do all the things to become that version instead we need to be that version of us that are you successful first and then all the things that we have to do because like that version of you that's you know bringing a million dollars in wouldn't be freaked out by you know something that maybe might freak you out right now right could you be like yeah i've done that a million times i'm just gonna go ahead and do it and then i'll figure it out right and when we imagine our million dollar version of ourselves as well like they probably also feel a level of like um i'm taken care of you know like i'm supported and that's like when when i talk about sometimes my like success journey where like i originally felt like i needed to find success and then i was just like oh wait i can kind of like tap into that energy within myself Mm -hmm. and that feel the abundance like a really big part of that was yeah i imagine the million dollar version of me and she just feels so like she doesn't feel the pressure of like oh my god another bill coming up oh my god but what if i can't pay she just feels like so supported and knows she's going to be taken care of Mm -hmm. and I always thought that it was like the circumstance that would get that feeling for you, but that's not true. Like when we talk about embodiment, it's like, if you can allow yourself to really trust and it's okay to have moments where the trust lapses, but you bring yourself back, you know, you can really trust like, okay, what if I am just so taken care of right now? And what if everything is happening so that that million dollar version of me is like, is manifesting through the quickest possible pathway. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. without the roadblocks there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Amazing. Well, um, so before you mentioned your offer, and um, I want I've got a few questions. It's my lightning round. This is what I'm doing with everybody. Because I, you know, it's an extra way for people to get to know you better and me. Sure. Like, let's be honest, I'm curious. Yeah. So <laughs> alrighty. So what is your favorite way to celebrate? Oh, my, my favorite way to celebrate, if I'm actually like doing a proper like going out celebration, I love like getting dressed up really nice and going to like a restaurant with super high vibes. Yeah. Um, but in, in the moment, it's like a full hand on my heart. Thank you, freaking universe. I'm so grateful. Like just like feeling it and imagining my energy just like expanding yeah Um, yeah that's like the in the moment but I love like I'm just a restaurant like foodie kind of like person I love like going out and sitting in the vibe of all the people yeah oh my god I love it oh cool um how many countries have you been to I don't actually know the total I'm (laughs) I was thinking about counting this but it like I I know I've been like on over 50 flights in the past like a year maybe so I'm gonna say a lot but I've been yeah to places in Asia um and just very north africa and so the only continents i haven't been to are south america the mm-hmm. arctics and um 
basically anywhere below Morocco in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys will have to go to South Africa. It's really, really I know cool. it's on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What? It, where, where do you want to go next? I mean, obviously you're going to the delivery room or however you're going to birth the baby. But like after that, are you guys going to continue to travel? Yeah, we definitely want to travel. Like we're actually like feeling a little bit more homebody ish than ever before, but we want to explore more of Canada because we feel like there's a lot more to see here. California is like our number one favorite place ever. So we want to go there. And then also like a lot of the places now we want to go back to, there's still places we want to see that are new, but Budapest is also like one of our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I went there in college, but yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Fallon or Justin Timberlake? uh Justin Timberlake everybody said that so far and then um what's the best thing you've ever manifested probably my husband <laughs> yeah my husband my and my life like honestly I feel like everything in my life I'm very proud of and very grateful for but yeah. my husband is just like he's everything he's just the bomb oh I love it yay and then what's your number one go-to money affirmation Ooh, well, right now I'm going to say that, um, uh, oh, I don't, what's coming through for me? <laughs> I don't have like a number one one because it always depends on my vibe and my energy. Yeah. But if I think about like what really comes through for money affirmation for me right now, um, it's actually not like a direct money one, but I'm abundant in all ways. Yeah. And I think that this one's so fun because it allows us to remember that abundance also finds us through so many different avenues. And when we tap into that, we allow more and more abundance to flow to us. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Yes. From the abundant babe herself. I love it. <laughs> yes. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about the offer that you're making available to, through the manifestable? Oh, wait. Oh, you're, I can't hear you again. Wait. Hello? Yep, I can hear you now. Okay, that was so weird because I wasn't muted, but anyway. Um, okay, so for my offer, I'm offering a um, $111 tuition towards any offer that I currently have available. And I mean, there's a few of those, but I have um, one-off coaching sessions. I have um, a program as well that I'm in launch for at the moment. Um, which, I mean, obviously we can always talk details if that's something that you want to know more about, but um, around kind of like business and um, soulful strategy type stuff. So that's really fun. Um, and yeah, so that's available to use for anyone who's been a part of this. Anybody who's watching this, all you have to do is reach out within the time frame and um, let me know that you are here and that grant is yours. <laughs> awesome. Yay. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you here. And um, yes, everybody get in touch with Viola because um, since there's like, you know, several choices, um, I'll put all the contact information for you guys in the email. Um, yeah. that I'll send out later today, but you can get in touch with Viola on Facebook or on Instagram at Viola Hug. And thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me or joining me. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, we really appreciate it and support you in any way we can. So, Yay, thank you so much. <laughs> thanks guys. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow for Amanda King and how to go from, you know, fear to six figures in sales. Get ready for the firecracker that is Amanda King tomorrow. So <laughs> have a great night, everyone. Bye.
Thanks a million for choosing to push play on another episode of the Manifestation Queen podcast. You truly amaze me. And if this episode blew your mind, then please leave a five-star rating and a quick review on iTunes so more people like you can become Manifestation Queens too. See you next time.